When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Love the 80s? Then you'll love Virgin Radio 80s Plus. Love Chris Evans. Love the 80s. Over on Virgin Radio. 80s Plus. He's been number one all over the world and hasn't taken his foot off the gas even slightly. The 10th anniversary edition of his All the Little Lights album is out today. And first, with his cover of Survivor's Eye of the Tiger, there's nothing worse than a backseat driver, but nothing better than Passenger. Control room round of applause, please. <laughs> wow. That's more than I get at most gigs, I reckon, yeah. How is that for you? Yeah, all right. I was practising it in the taxi on the way over, so it was uh, what? skin of my teeth a little oh, bit. Yeah. rubbing our faces yeah, in it, rubbing our noses in it. That was awesome. Why'd you pick that? Just because it's a classic power ballad and it deserves a little airtime, I reckon. Oh, my gosh. That was great, Mike. Great oh, to thanks. have you here. Let Her Go, the anniversary edition. Uh, we're a decade on. You are re-performing it. It's reimagined. This is the album we're talking about, of course. Um, uh, who's who's involved? Who'd you phone up? Who'd you get to collaborate? Well, uh, yeah, three or four of my favourite artists, actually, and, and four brilliant artists that were kind of around at the, at the time of the original album being made. Uh, I was... Lucky enough to be on tour with Ed Sheeran a lot around that time. Uh, and he was just so instrumental in, in Let Her Go getting big in the first place. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he was the first sort of obvious one straight off the bat. Um, and then I've got Gabrielle Applin, Nina Nesbitt and Foy Vance, who are just nice. phenomenal. Yeah, I'm so lucky. The album, All the Little Lights. I can't believe it, it's over a decade, isn't it? It's terrifying. It's 11 really years, scary, isn't yeah. it? And um, uh, Let Her Go was number one in... 19 countries or 20 countries around the world, something like that. A bit disappointed with the number in the end, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, crazy, really, really crazy. And where, like, if you had to, if there was a pecking order of where you're massive other than the UK, where, where do you, who particularly loves you out of those 19 territories? It tends to sort of fluctuate and change. Uh, I think Australia's always been a really amazing yeah. market for me. I did a lot of busking over there back in the day, so I, I sort of... Uh, yeah, crafted. so you were cover tastic, I would imagine. Then not just I was, the time. I was cover tastic. Yeah. yeah, which which share cover brought in the 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 Australian Probably. books most? Well, hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. It's just 
a classic and it just grabs people, I think. Yeah, but especially your take on it. Oh, you're very kind. Every morning I either run, shuffle or cycle through Trafalgar Square and they have those... They have those sort of circles now. Have you seen them? The busking circles. Oh, right. They're like official circles that oh, are designated cool. circles. And there's always people up and doing usually amazing stuff. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever sort of flash mobbed yourself or do you, do you ever pop up and do that kind of stuff? Yeah, I used to do it all the time, uh, even after sort of everything got, got bigger. That's and, what I mean. I mean, yeah. How, how did that go down? Was it fun? Was it more fun? I love it, man. You know, it's obviously different. It's more like an outdoor gig. We have to plan it a little bit more. It's not just rocking But lots up. of buskers do let her go, don't they? They do. And it makes so me very proud. So when you do it, people, if they don't look up, they'll hear somebody doing it usually quite well, I would imagine. I've, I've had it before. I've, I've been busking let her go and a kid came over to me and was like, that's an amazing cover. You sound just like Passenger. <laughs> yeah. Genuinely, and I played like, along. I played along for like ten minutes. I was like, "Man, I love that guy." Yeah, is big that fan. all the thrills? What's the What's the name of that amazing acrobat, Max? He's been on the show, Olympian. Uh, Max Whitlock. Max Whitlock. Oh, gymnast. Yeah. So Max Whitlock, um, he, you know, obviously he can do he can do somersaults in his sleep. Sure. And we, we were saying, weren't we, when he was in Vassos, you know, if we could do that, we just do, we just do it in like the, a queue for the post office. <laughs> yeah. You just have to do that just stuff. Just back flipping about. Yeah. But you have your version of that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's funny with busking. You, you you learn all sorts of ways to sort of draw in an audience, and I think it taught me so much, man. Not just as a musician, but just how to be a human being on planet Earth and how to yeah navigate it and meet all sorts of people from from different walks of life. You know, it's funny because they say when you're younger, whether you're a comedian or a raconteur or. <laughs> whatever even acting to a certain extent i would imagine that you sell your story you sell your joke you sell your message but as you get older you begin to tell your message that's nice and it's a whole different energy you know and it's a drawing in energy as opposed to a, a sort of reaching out energy but you've your songs have the more mature latter aspect to them anyway you bring us closer towards you where does that come from i think that's really true actually i i, I feel like when i was younger i was i was there was a sort of energy of needing it to happen yeah. and, and really sort of wanting to prove myself, wanting to get my music in front of people. And as I've grown up, and maybe it's because it has happened to an extent and I can relax about it. Yeah. But, but now it's just like, I just want to make music that I'm proud of and that I love and that hopefully connects with other people. And I think when you have that intention, only good things can happen probably. Well, all the little things, the album that started it all for Mike for Passenger, um, 11 years ago is now available as an anniversary edition it's out today passengermusic.com on all formats have we got, is there any vinyl action going on yeah there is yeah <gasps> yeah. there's special signed vinyl Come from my on. website actually passenger music was uh, the vinyl com. a gamble how, how, many, how many have you gambled on vinyl copies uh, we've gone for 300,000 but I'm, I'm pretty confident that we'll <laughs> shift them no no vinyl? no I'm kidding <laughs> no. uh, oh you should have gone with that I was in <laughs> I was all in uh, yeah, they're in a warehouse somewhere. Uh, no, two or three thousand, I think. See, I want one of those, please. Of course. I, well, obviously, I'd go and buy one, but if you've got one on you, I don't I'm want to. I'm sure it. we want... can dig one out for I've you, mate. I've got to sand the garage door down again today. It's taking me forever. And I want, I've want. i got, got a turntable in the garage. Oh, nice. I'd love to have that on. All right, we'll hook you up. That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. <laughs> but not, we're nine albums down the line from the original. Um, that's a lot. You've been quite prolific, my friend. I have, yeah. I've, I've always written a lot. Um, it's always kind of flowed out of me. I'm really lucky like that. I don't, I don't have writer's block, and I, I don't sort of go away and write. I just constantly write. Yeah. So, you know, I, I never feel too far away from it. And um, yeah, over the years, it's been great. I, I think you know, by the time I've recorded an album, released it, toured it, 
I've kind of got another one ready to go. So, uh, yeah, it's just been a sort of conveyor belt, really. My friend Seth Godin, he says there's no such thing as writer's block. There's just bad writing. But you have to write badly to get to the good stuff. Yeah, you do. You have you to just keep through going, the stuff that's, that's not quite there. Yeah, writer's block is just a fear of what other people think about what you're going to write that day. And they do say, you know, good writers don't think and then write. They write themselves into thinking that day about what's on their mind. Yeah, and I, I always felt as well that if you're under pressure, that's genuinely when you start writing stuff that isn't quite you, writing stuff because you've got a, a time limit and whatever. Yeah. That's, the, that's the danger zone for me. I think I always just try to take the pressure off and just say, if I write, I write. If I don't, I don't. If yeah. it's brilliant, it's brilliant. If it's not, it's not. And it's... You just have to turn up and do it. I think that's the key. Yeah, and also yeah. if you are writing under pressure, it's coming from the wrong place. So it has. So sometimes you get hit songs that just have the wrong energy about them. And sometimes you get songs or whatever it may be, whatever content, whatever sort of uh, lane of art you're in, uh, that isn't so good but has great energy behind it. And I think if you keep going, the great, they all, we say a lot on this show, it's not about the action, it's about the energy behind the action. You yeah. know, I had an issue this week and it's like, I'm not. it was very, very... Um, I wasn't sure what to do about it. And I just okay. thought, well, I mean well. Yeah. So I'm just going to go and do it. And it turned out fantastic. Yeah, nice. It's, it's interesting, isn't it? It really is, yeah. And we had Johnny Marr on the show at this time last week. Oh, cool. The great Johnny Marr. Wow. And every music... I want, I'm going to buy a, a warehouse full of Johnny Marr books and give them to everybody that I love that comes on the show, especially those that come in wielding a guitar, because the book is called Johnny Marr's Guitars. Nice. Because he has a collection of 132 guitars, and they've been shot like supercars or, or supermodels. Wow. And there's this beautiful photography of each guitar, sometimes more than one photograph of each guitar. And then there's the story about the guitar. And the stories about... There's not a single dull story. If this wow. was like Columbo, there's not a duff episode. Wow. And it, it's awesome. And he was saying to us last week that sometimes, not only had writer's block, but when it wasn't coming from him, sometimes it came from his guitar. And he said some guitars he bought, and they had Smith songs in them. Interesting. Do you because you because you brandish a guitar mm. if it's not coming from you? Sometimes can you start playing the guitar and you start hearing it coming back your way? I definitely think there have been moments where. I absentmindedly pick up a guitar, not thinking about writing a song, not thinking about much at all, and straight off the bat, something just kind of flows out of my fingers. Yeah. And that's an amazing... And I actually, Let It Go was like that. I genuinely remember walking into this dressing room. Um, it was more, more of a broom cupboard, really, but um, in a pub in Australia, and just picking up the guitar and honestly playing the riff like I'd written it 10 years before. You Is know, that what happened? Is that where it happened? Yeah. So, so Is that that's interesting. Is yeah. that pre gig, post gig, pre gig, pre gig, pre gig? So, you're warming up, yeah. And I just you're warming up, and this song comes, yeah. What that's just rude, it's odd, isn't it? <laughs> it, it and, and pretty much finished it in 45 minutes. No, way. I know. And other songs that I've, I've written have taken months before. I wonder you know. if you if you if you went and did a survey of all musicians, uh, past, present, and future even ones that aren't with us here anymore, but will always be with us via their music elsewhere. I wonder if all the great songs came quick. Most of the great songs came quickly because we keep hearing that story. I think I think there's a, a lack of overthinking that goes with a song that just falls out. If it just comes out naturally and you don't have to do much about it, then it's kind of fully formed yeah. and, it's, and it's, you know, and it's right. Bernie Taupin said on this show a couple of weeks ago, he said that the lyrics to your song... Um, happened in 10 minutes when he was sitting at Elton John's mum's tea table 
and he was 17 or 18. Wow. I know. By the way, listen to the lyrics for an, from an 18-year-old. What the heck? If I could swear, I would. <laughs> and the, 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 it only happened because Elton's mum was making them both a fried egg sandwich and she couldn't get the oil up to the heat in time. So there was, she said, you're going to have to wait for your sandwiches. Wow. So whilst he was waiting, he wrote your song. And if the eggs had been fresh or been out of the fridge for longer, we wouldn't have your song. But again, 10 minutes, start to finish. Then he gave the lyrics to Elton. 20 minutes later, job done. That's insane. It's the best story, It really it? is wonderful, yeah. But All I believe right. it as well. Let her go, right? Avassos, <clears throat> how many downloads? I oh, know, but I've just looked. It's absolutely insane. It's in the billions, isn't it? Yeah, it's in two billion and counting. It's the second most Shazam song of all time. What's the first? Yeah, probably Crazy Frog or something like that. I'm not. In... No, but you'd don't, know don't Crazy Frog was Crazy that. Frog. I thought because I, <laughs> I thought Gangnam Style, but you'd, you oh, yeah, wouldn't maybe. have to Shazam it because you know what it is. Wonder what it is. Wonder what. I the... should have that. I should have that fact to. I like the fact you don't know it. I would out. know it. If it was me, I would know all of them. <laughs> the top 100. <laughs> but it's it's so funny that you mentioned Shazam because actually the way Let It Go got big, mm. I released the album, I released Let It Go, nothing. I was a busker. I was playing in pubs. Nothing happened for nine months. Yeah. And we got an email out of the blue one day, me and my manager, from this guy called Dave in Holland. And uh, he was like, um, I was sitting in a cafe in Amsterdam and Let It Go came on. I didn't know what it was, so I Shazammed it. And I love it and I want to take it to radio. He's a radio plugger over there. Do you mind if I take it into radio? No worries. If it doesn't work, you don't have to pay me anything. So I was like, yeah. What? I kind of thought it was a bit of a scam or something. I was just like, but, you know, fine. Knock yourself out. Two weeks later, it was number one in Holland. And then it dominoed around the world from there. So without Shazam, without that moment, without... Yeah. You know, it's a bit like the fried egg story. It's like without Dave say, going yeah. into the cafe and bothering to Shazam a song that you like the sound of. So Elton's mum's cold eggs too soon out of the fridge yeah is your shazam yeah i think so love it yeah and from elton's mum's cold eggs to elton's cold heart which is the most shazam no song of all time. Way. <laughs> no way cold eggs cold heart jeez Elton, you need to warm things that was up some a bit segue, more man. Yeah. what's wrong with him you will yeah, yeah. 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 every time we've seen him he's on fire yeah. maybe that's it overcompensation from childhood trauma yeah fried egg sandwich childhood trauma I'm so pleased for you, Mike. It's so great to see you again. It's been Me ages, too. hasn't it? It really has, yeah. Um, I remember when you came to Radio 2 and we were all like, oh, my God, this is so... And it, you, you're you're awesome. And you're no age, are you? No age? Yeah. Well, how, how old am I? Yeah. Getting on for the big 4-0, actually, yeah. Yeah, I know. And you, you, and you, you think I look 25. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm three years off 60. No. I am, mate, and I am loving every second. There's look, only more gold to come. Looking well for it, man. Look, these, see, see these lot over here. Um, don't feed the animal. Don't poke the bear. Okay. Uh, do you want to come in and, and listen to Mike? Come on, come in, come in. Let's have All a right. live audience. Come on in. These guys are, are passing execs on a bit of a studio tour. Nice. Chris and Jill, come in. Let's have a proper audience. Come on, guys. Because this is... You don't often get to hear a song this good, this close. Oh, oh, personal, as long pressure. as you don't mind. No, of course. It's nice. Okay. Hey, uh, guys. Hello, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? This is Passenger. Give him a round of applause. Come on. Are you ready to be blown away? We are. Sorry, sorry, I'm not having that. Are you ready to be blown away? Okay, here we go. Let her go. 11 years on and still sounding as good as ever, if not better than ever.
Thanks very much. <laughs> How good was that? Oh my god! I know. How good was that? Oh, Mike, that was awesome. Oh, thank you. How man. many times you play that song? One million times. Six and a half million times. Okay, yeah, but I feel it every time, man. I really do. Do you honestly? Pretty much. Yeah. You were feeling that then, weren't mm, you? I was for oh, sure. Oh, what just happened, guys? Whoa. Yeah, I think you're done for the day, aren't you? Really? There's the pub, or there's the pub. I mean, I don't know how you follow that. Uh, great. That was that was awesome. Uh, let her go. You're very welcome. Uh, anniversary edition out today. All the little lights. Anniversary edition out today on vinyl, if you like it. Passengermusic.com for more information about Mike and everything wonderful that he does. Um, Mike, you are playing some live events. They've all sold out. So we can't go to those, can we? Not at this stage, no. But I'll be I'll be back uh, playing bigger gigs next year and stuff. All so right. They'll, they'll be... uh, you know, we have Actually, one, one gig I'm yes. going to tell you about is uh, I'm playing Cue the Music at right. Kew Gardens in July. In the summer, and there's right. Still, well, there's do still us a, a few favor. tickets left for that. Yeah, go to go to cue the music, which is a great thing because we've we've been involved with that before. I've, some of us have been. I haven't been actually to that, but I hear the guy who books music for Carfest also books music. Um, oh, Matt Priest, uh, but books music for there. Go and warm up there and come and play Carfest for us. That sounds delightful. Look, can we I'd do the deal? Certainly can. Let's we do can the deal today. Dates, yeah. All right. <laughs> Are you in the mood for another? I am. Do you want another sure. one, everybody? I know you're yeah. busy. I know you've got things to do, people to see. It's if up you, to you. If you've got any tears left, you can... You can what do you fancy? <laughs> do, you, do you want to give us one more? You don't have to. I'll do another one off the album, if you'd like. Yes, yeah. please. What do you want? Um, what do you I'll fancy? Play a song, I'll play a song called Circles, which is uh, a song I wrote about my best mate when we were growing up, uh, a guy called Jamie. Um, we met when we were like a, a year old and we're inseparable throughout our childhood and then you know life happens and we see less of each other now but um yeah i'd like to dedicate it to jamie if he's listening lucky jamie <laughs> here we go very strong i can't believe you went for the whistling at this time in the morning it was a bold move yeah i'm not sure if it paid off or not i think uh, yeah. feeling very punchy yeah, yeah. clearly things are going well he went for the whistling everyone <laughs> it means a lot guys thanks very much right <laughs> it's great to see you lovely to be here man you thanks are for the having best us leanne rhymes is coming in in a minute that's amazing stick around man i will you are more you. oh look at all these look at all these things about you do you want to hear some of them Okay, Go on, inflate hey, the already inflated ego. Uh, Go for it. First saw passenger in 2012 <laughs> at Blissfields Festival in Hampshire. He was playing the sound of silence in the acoustic tent. He blew us all away. Fond memories, fabulous artist Sally in Hampshire. Ben, impressed with passengers, been my favourite artist for over 10 years. Oh, I'm so looking forward to seeing him at Q next July. Jeanette says, my son Charlie and our best friend often play Let Her Go Together on nights around ours. We just love it. Happy memories. Uh, Richard in Yokohama, come in Japan. Awesome. Goodness me, I've heard Let Her Go a thousand times, but that got me like nothing else. Thank you so much. Mark says, my son Harry Hatton turns 18 years old today. Harry has Down syndrome uh, and ASD, and we listen to your show together on the way to school every morning. This is such a special morning. Thank you so much for the live news. Happy birthday, Harry. Happy birthday, Claire in Flintshire. Also, another great happy birthday treat. Um, doesn't get better than this live music all the way. Awesome. So good to hear Passengers' incredible cover this morning and uh, his legendary song, Adam from Stoke, such a distinctive and beautiful voice. And they go on and on and on. You're the best. Thank you. You're the best. Really appreciate it. He's the best. It. Thanks, He's man. The best. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. We have a legend in the studio. No, I'm not just talking about Vassos Alexander. Yeah, we've got another one. We've got we, another we one. We have a legend introduced <laughs> by a legend. Off you go. She's the Grammy Award-winning, multi-platinum-selling country music idol who showed Taylor Swift how it's done. <laughs> She's back next May for her first UK gig in six years and tickets go on sale this morning. They say sometimes there's no rhyme nor reason, but there's always every reason for Leanne Rye. Yeah, oh, that was good. That was good. How are you? I'm well. It's such an honour to meet you. Thank you. Seriously. Thank you, thank you. It's so good to see you. Oh, gosh, it's, it's the best. It's, you're the best. You're, you're one of the best oh, ever. Thank you. And you've been at it since you were like five, six years old. Yeah. Still, I'm... and you're still going strong <laughs> and... Is this big gig? It's a one-off. One off. All the more special because the yeah. fact it's one night. Yeah, it's one night only at the O2 on May 8th. I'm so excited. It's our biggest show we've played here yet. So I'm looking forward to it. Leanne Rhymes live at London's O2 Arena. LeanneRhymes.com. Tickets go on sale today at yes. 10 o'clock. And they sell out at one minute past 10, which is great. Amazing. That's what's going <laughs> to yes. happen there. And you've chosen Motorhead Day. What's, mo- what's Motorhead the Day? The 8th of May. The oh. 8th of May! Oh. The 8th of May! The 8th of May! <laughs> Perfect. Yes, of course it is. <laughs> we have to do some Motorhead then. Yeah, you can do some Motorhead. <laughs> do you love a bit of Motorhead? I don't really know much Motorhead. Well, you know that one now. Yeah, now I do. Now I'm going to have to look have that up. Have it on me, baby. We're going to open the show with the 8th of May. <laughs> tell, us about, tell, tell us about your musical taste. We'll talk about everything. In, we've, got, we've got plenty of time. Yeah. I know you're, you're on this morning this morning, aren't you? Yes, on, I am. TV. I will By the be. Way. So you'll get, you'll get to see the killer <laughs> The jumpsuit. Jump. We used to have Jumpsuit Friday on the show. Oh, you did? We always used to wear jumpsuits. It's my favourite thing. If I can put something on and just slip it on, I'm so happy. But there's a thing about being all joined up, isn't there? It's like a second skin. It, it is like it? a second skin. Something's going on there. It's good. It's, you feel constricted and liberated. It's, all it's the really same weird, time. isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's, it's a conflict that you enjoy. Anyway, so other uh, kinds of music. So so not not heavy metal. No, I do love heavy. I do, do love, love some heavy metal. metal. Right. Um, but I like I'm, I'm a, I love Metallica. Who doesn't love Metallica, oh, right? Um, Disturbed. Disturbed. I can listen to just some Disturbed, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is pretty hard. Yeah. Um, I listen to everything. Like I, I listen to everything up from Florence the Machine to David Gray to Ray LaMontagne to like Prince to like. I mean, I'm all over the board. Wow. Yeah. I love I love those names you just mentioned. Yeah, That's pretty good off the top of your head. That was know, quite those good. Are, I got those say. are my go-to's lately. Florence the Machine, David Gray. Yeah, oh, David Lider. is amazing. He's amazing. He's he so sweet, and he's so. You know, it's not false modesty. It's it's, it's a, almost he's almost embarrassed to be as good as he is. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's really annoying. He's very that. unassuming. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's too unassuming. He is. It's it's all an act. Trust yeah. me. Biggest ego ever. No, I'm just kidding. He's a dear friend. I love him to death. All right, so you are um, where you are in your life, which means you've got a great back catalogue to pick from for this one-off show. You're going to come and tear it up. Once again, Leanne Rhymes, London Zota Arena, Wednesday, 8th of May, Motorhead Day. It's not difficult to remember. <laughs> you know Star Wars Day, don't you? We, uh, yes, the... 
Uh, may the fourth be with you. Yes. yes, there we go. May's pretty good for these hot kind of novelty dates. Must come up with another one. Uh, uh, so, so I know. You, have you done this show before? You do. You do a, 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 a flavor of this show now. Have you? Yeah, we we're, we've been touring um, the story so far tour in the states, right. and so we're bringing it over here in May. And yeah, we have 30, 30 years of of music to dig from. <laughs> Why are you from. frowning? But, I mean, it's insane. Like, I, I'm only 41. So, like, just the, the math, like, doesn't yeah. equate, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't add up. But, um, yeah, 30 years of music. We're, of course, all the hits. I can't wait. I know people are going to, like, the wall of sound coming back at me with Coyote Ugly is going to be insane. Oh, my gosh. People are obsessed over here with that, that yeah. music. And you were so. in, you, you actually, you didn't star in Coyote Ugly, but you had, you were invited in to, to, to end, play yeah. on set, weren't you? Yeah, it was. They, they had filmed the whole movie and... Uh, about two and a half months after wrapping, after I'd finished the soundtrack, they were like, we have to write this into the film. So yeah. we came back and filmed the insane. By the way, it's incredible to believe, but some people haven't seen the movie Coyote. Okay? I mean, you must. They don't even know what we're talking you about. It's like, comes from a garage band. It's one of the, have you seen it? <laughs> nope. Oh, you, what? Why? I haven't. I'm oh tra- my I'm God. I'm trying my best to be nice to you today. Yeah. You but go, it's really difficult right watch now. It. You need to go watch it. It's amazing. That film is amazing. It is. It's great. It's so life affirming. <laughs> it has a twist at the end, but it's, the, it's, I don't know. It's the most joyous twist of all time. It is. It's it? a, it's a good, it's a good flick. Yeah. It's sure. a great flick. It's a great flick. So, so have you mixed it up? Cause Madonna, she's doing her thing. And you know, obviously I saw Madonna back, not obviously, but I was very lucky to see Madonna many times back in the day mm-hmm. in, fr- in front of no one and then everyone yeah. and then I worked with her a couple of times and so, so people said are you going to go and see her on this tour and I said well not really because I sort of you know I was there and people said no she's never done this before because she's never had all this to do before oh yeah 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 you know? and, and your journey is like you say 30 years yeah Pig, pig. I mean, what a fun meeting that was. Well, what songs should we do? Which songs should yeah, we leave out? It is. And I love, we've been doing this in the States too. Kind of, we, ha- we have a set list, but every show's a little bit different oh, really? because we ask, we ask the fans what they want to hear. So people come at me with their stories and why they want to hear things, which I love hearing their stories of how my life, my music has been a part of their life in some way. And so, yeah, the show's a little different every night. So we, I'm sure we will be on socials asking people what they want to hear. So they'll help us out with the set list a bit. Um, I, I just gonna, I'm gonna play this a little bit of this if you don't mind for people who think they know you and know they love you but may not know uh, this particular the opening chapter of how amazing Leanne Rhymes has always been. Uh-uh. Okay, how old is Leanne there? Um, 20? Yeah, I was actually 11. 11. Sorry. No, I was a. It's funny. I was 11 I was when I recorded my best that. At 13. No, I was 11 when I recorded that. It came out when I was 13, and my record label had me go in and re-record it, and they wanted to put out like the 13-year-old version. Well, they screwed up, and they actually put out the 11-year-old version. <laughs> so that's what, me at I mean, 11. To be able to do that with your voice at such a tender age, yeah. physically, anatomically, you know, how on earth did you were your vocal cords so developed that they could? do that then because I had been singing since I came out I mean so did I I, I to be honest Leanne but (laughs) at the age of 11 I couldn't pull a yodel off like that no I um and I had just learned how to yodel around that time um I used to sing at this place called uh, the Mesquite Opry in Texas and the lady there that owned it knew how to she was this world-class yodeler and she taught me how to yodel on the back of a um on the back of a float and a parade in like 20 minutes 
and I got up and sang the song called Cowboy Sweetheart. And then and then when my dad got this demo in of Blue, it was awful. And he, he threw it away. I dug it out of the trash can. And he came home like two hours later and I had put that yodel thing in it. I just fearless as a child. Like, look, Dad, I made the song cool. That's the thing, isn't it? It's not about bravery, it's about fearlessness. It is, totally. Bravery is contemplated. Fearlessness is just natural. It's just your, yeah. your, your true nature, as it were. Um, Hank Williams, of course, King of the Yodeling. Oh, amazing, yeah. Yeah, there's a great film, Hank Williams' film, isn't there? And where the actor had to learn to yodel and carried it off with a plum. Uh, and then, the, you know, over the years, the, the style evolved. And I know we joked about Taylor Swift earlier on, but looking at Taylor now, um, do, do, you, do you, is there a lot of empathy? Probably wrong word, you know. I mean, but... yeah, well, I definitely, I mean, I, I understand that path. You know, she used to come to my shows when I was, she was like really little. And it's, which is crazy. She's not much younger than I am. Um, but I've, obviously, I've influenced her music. I've been around for so long. But she used to come and hold up signs like, I love you, Leanne. And, um, yeah, crazy to see what she's done. It's amazing. She's not that much younger than you now, but of course, the younger you are, the bigger percentage-wise that, that of course, age yeah, 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 gap is. Yeah. So she was once half your age, I would imagine. Yeah, That's when she was basically. watching you. And um, has, have you ever come close to working with her? Because that that'd be. A- I would love to work with her. I think that would be incredible. We've we've never we've never talked about that, but I'm sure I'm sure we could make that happen. Can you imagine if you <laughs> wandered onto into the middle of one of her shows and she did the same? I love it when that happens. Yeah, that's Don't always you? fun. Yeah, I mean, I've worked with so many incredible artists. Give, the- give us a couple of those moments, a couple of collaboration moments on stage that the audience maybe weren't expecting. Oh, or, um, or- well, I don't know if I've done a lot of those, but I um, I did uh, go on with David at a show he did in. Uh, Arizona and then we ended up doing the song we did as actually a duet and recorded it Um, I mean I've recorded with Elton John and Stevie Nicks and Stevie's amazing. I mean, just the They're kindest. They're amazing, aren't they? They really you are. You are amazing. They, you know, I've never... You're, they, one of, you're one of that gang. Oh, thank you. No, they always say, like, don't meet your idols because you'll be disappointed. And everybody, everybody I've ever met has just so, so kind. Well, it also depends. I think there's a lot of projection in that statement because it depends who your idols are. You may just true. have terrible taste. <laughs> That's and very so you, true. Do you know what I mean? You just may <laughs> choose very people true. who absolutely suck. Right? That is true. But for, in my experience, as I, I've sort of... I'm guessing in yours, the bigger they are, the better they are. Yeah, well, it's Usually. funny because you you can hear you know like horror stories about people, and I I always you know it's like don't believe everything you hear, and people might have an off day, but everybody I've always had great experiences with everybody I've worked with. Take as you find, man. Take as you find. Exactly. Oh, I'm so excited! I'm so I really want to come to this. Game. You're going to. You must. <laughs> Am I going to come? You must. I would love to come. What day is it? The eighth of May. Oh, it's, a it's Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, it's perfect. We can do that. We can can we keep a... you out late? Well, as long as we smash the first three shows of that week, we can do. Yeah, we can. We're not. Yeah. We're never going to phone a show uh, in. You know what it's like. At least you know. What, at least come for the first like four or five songs, and you can check out. It's all good. How is that going to happen? I mean, I'm, you can't I'm just go... giving you. I'm giving you an out. I'm giving I, you an out. Yeah, I could come for the last four <laughs> or five songs, but when, you're not going to come for the first four or five, and then leave. Uh, you're, you're right. I've got to go. Uh, I'm I mean, getting old, but I'm not that old. I was just, I was just giving you an excuse. So, <laughs> as a kid, could you ever believe that when your parents left before the match was over or the gig was over? You think, mm. well, hang on a minute. You go, no, we've got to get. You don't understand. Traffic's a nightmare. You go, we're in the back seat. It's always a nightmare. It's so boring. We can't even see out the windows. Shut up, mum and dad. Let's yeah. stay. Yeah. Uh, Your husband may well be the most attractive man 
I've ever seen. He he really is. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridi- the older he gets, the more handsome he gets. And he's an actor, and he's not been acting. But he's the strike was called off at one minute past eight yesterday morning Thank here God. in the UK. Thank God, we are so excited about that. So what is he? Is he? Is he chomping at the bit? Is he's he, ready. He's is been, he back yeah, today. Yeah, I was saying he's been breaking things at home just so he can fix them. He's super handy, <laughs> and he just like everything around our house is now that need to fix is now fixed. That sounds. He like needs such, to get back to work. That sounds like such a country <laughs> lyric, right? He's been breaking things at home so. Just so we Including can fix my some. heart. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> let's not go there. No. Um, the ebbs and the flows of a career, who knows, you know. Um, how's it been? Highs and lows. Uh, let's, let's go for peak. Let's go for three, three tempo peaks. And they've got to be a, a, a equidistant apart-ish. Oh, my God. So I don't s- even know. First tipping point was. Uh, first tipping point. Uh, well, Blue was definitely the first tipping what point. What about winning so your huge. first um, My first Grammy. Talent competition. Oh, that was when I was five. Yeah, five. I mean, I guess that was a tipping point. Yeah, no, yeah. But, no but it's funny no, no, we no. go for the big ones. No, yeah. I mean, um, I won this like massive trophy that was like three times the size of me. Cool. And uh, <laughs> my dad my dad watched me perform and then he went hunting because he used to hunt all the time because he's like, I, I, I was... I was five years old and mm. I, there was no one in my five, the five and under category. So they stuck me in the six to 12 year old category. So yeah. he thought, you're not winning. I won the whole competition. So when he got home, he looked at me and he was like, is this what you want to do? And of course, at five, I'm like, sure, I guess. I mean, I guess I, lo- I knew I loved it. Like, All right. So so Grammy versus that day. <laughs> yeah. Grammy, I mean, same thing. Same feeling. No, uh, I'm sure it was in some way. Um, okay. Then, you and know, then, and then blue was yeah, just massive. Blue was massive. And then um, I think, uh, I mean, there's been so many. How do I live was so huge. Can't fight the moonlight. I mean, definitely Cody Ugly was on its own. Yeah, yeah took its own little path and trajectory. And there's something, isn't there, about country and Western fans, the country and Western world, um, that it, it, it's just more foundational. There's a lot of love there. There's a lot of respect. Um, you know, if you if you are able to serve up, not what they need, what they want necessarily, but what they are, what is worthy of them, because they're, they're there forever, aren't they, country and western fans? Yeah, I mean, what was so interesting about Blue at the time is there was such an older sound in the 90s when everything was, like, super pop-oriented, yeah. you know? And it was just so unique. I think people were, you know, really loved... They just loved the fact that there was, like, a classic country sound. And I miss that. Like, I, I would love to do another, like, real country record because, um, you know, I feel like like classic country music is a lost art. So, so come on. I'm, 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 I will. It'll happen. Are you writing? I, I have collected ideas. Have you given yourself <laughs> permission to country it right up? Because that's a thing, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I know, like, I, so many people look at me and go, I, I've said I want to make, a, like, a real country record, and they're like, it won't get played on radio. I'm like, okay. I don't care. I don't care. Like, I just want, I love the sound. Nobody's doing it. Like, yeah. I originally I did it back in the 90s, then I'd do it again. And so. what about when country gets big? Because your country songs, they're big country, aren't they? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I love it. I have so many great fans like across the board. My fans are so diverse and that's what makes my shows so much fun. It's like everybody that comes is like from a different walk of life and it's like they all come to, they all come together and work in some beautiful way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you can take the girl out of the country, but you can't take the country out of the girl. <laughs> We're talking Mississippi, the parapetetic yes. childhood, Mississippi, Austin, Texas, where it gets very dry, <laughs> throated, and a bit more 
a little bit more relaxed and uh, yes. one can release oneself a little bit. We talked to Matthew yes. McConaughey about voices and accents. Oh, and yeah. He said, imagine where you are. Imagine how it's making your throat feel and you've, you've got a half a chance oh, to come up with the accent. interesting. Do you like that? I like that. But now you're Los Angeles. You're a Los Angelina. I am. I am. I've been there and for a while. And you have land. I do. I have <laughs> land. It's green where we live. Can, can I inquire as to how many acres? Not from a, a grandiose point of view, but... No, no. I mean, we... Land is everything. I mean, yeah, but it, and it's not a lot of land. We have like an acre and a half, but That's it's enough. like a big piece That's of enough. property for LA. <laughs> no, that, but for Perfect. me, you know, I've been fortunate enough to have... I once I once bought a farm. I lived on a farm. Mm-hmm. I did a farm thing for five years. I said goodbye to all this. I thought forever, but I was just being. I was just in denial. And um, I had I bought. I basically I bought some sand to bury my head in, but just <laughs> lots of it. Yeah. You know. Um, and then I discovered that if you buy some land, you, you it's your responsibility. You have to look after it. Oh, absolutely. Whereas if you buy a bit of land, an acre and yep. a half, perhaps overlooking somebody else's many thousand of acres they've got to look they've got to <laughs> it looks like yours yeah yeah true no we live in this community that's like a horse community and so like every property is like an acre and a half two acres and it's like for la like that's a that's a big priest property because usually everything's side by side there's a lovely road called old ranch road mm. um which is is like that in Los i love Angeles. that and yeah. it's just it is like every Every house is like a mini ranch. Yeah. But without the hassle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> More horses exactly. than cars? Exactly. More, uh, More poo than petrol? No, they're dead, but there's definitely poo out on the street all the time. Yeah. Yeah, which I love. I mean, it's kind of, it's nice and quaint. <laughs> we were talking about New York earlier this week because it was New York Marathon last weekend. Oh, yeah. And uh, the fact that a uh, hundred odd years ago, there were 300,000 horses in New York City. Oh, wow. Which meant there were 20,000 tons of manure every something or other it was i think it wasn't it was more than every year it was so smelly that sailors could smell new york from six miles away oh my gosh that's crazy i I know you love horses but you can have too many for a while yeah yeah that's crazy i didn't know that uh, Leanne, what else should we say to your fans that are listening now around the world? What do you want to say? What do you want to get out there to your UK fans? But also, this will be seen on YouTube. It's going to be on the podcast. Yeah. What do you want to say to your fans? I love you. I love you. And actually, we have such a little gift today for people. Um, God's Work, which is my latest album, we did a resurrected um, version today, which has a couple songs that we have resurrected, new versions. There's a song called Innocent that um, is with this beautiful orchid quartet, so beautiful strings. And then I did a song called Imagine with Love that we resurrected um, with three gay men's choirs from Sydney, New York and San Francisco and it's like this beautiful wall of sound so go check it out wherever you can stream music little gift to you today I, I love, love it. that yeah the resurrection it's more Easter than Christmas <laughs> it is a bit yes <laughs> I know you, you love Christmas as well you're, you're Christmasing up I, um, when you go home aren't yeah, you yeah I'm Christmasing I, I have a holiday tour in the states when I go home yeah so. I'm all about it. You love the Christmas jam. I do. So, so do fun. I. I also love a gay man's choir. Yes. Do you absolutely. know what? There's a gay man's choir here in London called the London Gay Man's Choir. Yes. And um, they once came into this show, mm-hmm. right? And they're the only group of people who have left the studio tidier <laughs> than they found it. <laughs> gotta love them you for that. You gotta love the gay man's you choir. You really do. They're so organized. I so love funny. it. <laughs> oh, Leanne. I can't believe you're here. Honestly, I'm so grateful that Thank you came you. in. When when they said, do you want to transfer the Leanne? I said, yes, Yay! absolutely we do. Oh, thank you. Jeez. Um, Thanks good for having for, me. Good for you. Good for you and your gang and your hubby and your thank life you. and your songs. And I can't wait for this new country music album to come out because 
there are periods in our life, aren't there, where we do give our permission, ourselves permission to go back to our true nature. Oh, absolutely. When we remember that we have one because we, it's so easy to forget. Yeah. I mean, I... Yeah, I, I just love I love doing unexpected things. Um, ever since I was a kid, if someone wanted to put me in a box, which they did many times, I was like, I'm going to go the opposite direction. Yeah, <laughs> it was my rebellious streak. Yeah. And um, it's kind of nice to always do something a little different every time. So All right. Well, tens of millions of albums in. All the gratitude. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, thank you all. I look forward to seeing you in May. All right. I can't um, wait. And not only I, but the girls that work on the show, they want to know where to you get your jumpsuit from. Um. Rivet, I think it's called Rivet. Rivet Utility, I think is what it's called. Rivet. Rivet Utility. Rivet. <laughs> Rivet. Rivet. Yes. <laughs> Just remember that. That'll help you remember it. All right. If you want to see this amazing jumpsuit, this amazing lady bursting <laughs> out of your TV screens this morning, ITV. Uh, she's on this morning from half past 10. You're awesome. You're amazing. Thank you. Happy Christmas. Yes, see you on Motorhead Day. Um, don't forget, a little bit of Motorhead in there wouldn't go amiss. <laughs> I, by the way, I dare you. I might just like put a line in just yeah. for you, but you better show up. The 8th of May. <laughs> the 8th of May. Uh, Leanne Rhymes, everyone. Lee and Bye, Slippy guys. Rhymes. Cheers. Thank you. The Graham Norton Radio Show. How exciting is this? With Waitrose. Over on Virgin Radio. Up and Adam, come on. Things to do. Don't cheer. You'll just embarrass yourselves. We're not bored of it yet, so it's lovely. There's no stopping them. No stopping them. The Graham Norton Radio Show. Oh, there's nothing nicer, is there? Nothing nicer. With Waitrose. Food to feel good about. I mean, what's not to like? Saturday and Sunday from 9.30. Over on Virgin Radio. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.